We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the NBA Front Office Show. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane. Joined by Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. It's Thursday, which means we are just one day shy of Front Office Friday. Don't forget that's coming up tomorrow. Keith, I know we said we're going to do an earlier time. What time was that again for, for tomorrow? No, I don't remember now. I, and I remember <laughs> saying we needed to do it. and I don't even remember. Um, nope. That is... Uh, that is that this week? No, that's in a couple weeks. We okay, need. all all I knew was there was something associated yeah. with doing the show early. So yeah. tomorrow we'll go live. What do we want to do? Like one Eastern, something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, in, right. in that range. Yeah. All right, we'll go live right around one Eastern time. So join us for that. We'll take your questions and comments live uh, for today. We've got plenty of topics to get into. Obviously, the playoffs going crazy. Uh, the I'm, what I call maybe I'm biased, but what I call the biggest story around the NBA for about 12 hours or so was Anthony Davis in the injury situation there. Caught a forearm slash elbow from Kevon Looney. Uh, but according to Chris Haynes, as well as Dave McMenamin of ESPN, sounds like he is going to play in game six. So big sigh of relief there, just that you, you didn't want to hear about concussion and uh, and all that kind of stuff that Anthony Davis could have been dealing with. It looked it was a bit scary there when he looked so wobbly trying to get off the court. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime it's a head injury, you get extremely worried, uh, you know, for these guys because not not that head injuries aren't extremely dangerous in other sports, but there is like no padding at right. all for you know an NBA player. Uh, there's no helmet, you know, not not even not that a hat in baseball provides much padding, no. but yeah, just really you know just just rough for for them. So yeah, I think um, you know in, in a spot where you know. Caught a pretty good shot. I, I saw a little bit of like it was a dirty play. I don't think it. I don't was think he it. was. I don't think Looney was trying to yeah. do it. I saw a lot of. Oh, it wasn't that bad of a shot. Yeah, and you and just that, you don't know with him. Yeah, like you can have yeah. one that looks horrific, and the yeah. guy's fine, and you can have one where you're like, oh, that wasn't much, and they've yep. got a really bad concussion. Just that's the way. I mean, it's a brain injury. That's the yeah. way those things go. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, we've all seen football hits where a guy yeah. gets absolutely crunched and hops right up and then one where he you know 
doesn't look all that big and he's down and then out of the game. So yeah, it's um, one of those things where, yeah, I'm happy to hear that. It sounds like he's doing okay. And we'll be back on the floor because you never know with these things, right? The, every yeah. single guy is different with the way they react to, to it and all those things. And often there's trouble with, uh, you know, lights and, you know, just sounds and noise and all that. And that's pr- pretty hard to play a professional yes. basketball game if you're struggling with light and sound and noise. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Happy to hear he'll, he'll be back. I think, um, you know, I, we'll see, you know, I'm not going to go as far as I think the Warriors figured it all out in, in game five. Cause I don't think so, but I think anytime you're the home team with the chance to close it out in six, the pressure's actually on you um, because the other team, yeah, they're fighting to save their season. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like you really don't want to go back on the road and right. play a game seven on the road that generally does not go uh, very well. So yeah, I'm very, very, very curious to see, you know, how that one comes out. The Lakers have to have a better start. Um, that's just the reality. I think, you know, they kind of sunk themselves the way they played early in that game. And then it was comeback city for the rest yeah. of the way. And you know, they're, they're not built super great to come from behind from big deficits. Just they, they, they don't play super fast. They don't shoot a ton of shots, you know, from three and those right. kind of things. Well, that's kind of what you need if you're going to make up those, you know, big deficits. But, you know, well, now, uh, I mean, quite frankly, I'm excited both those series got extended because, you know, you know how I get it this time of year. I start to – More basketball. Games, and it's like, oh, man, we're getting down to it. Now. So I'm, I'm excited we got a couple extra ones. All right, we do have uh, a few players who will not be playing. Uh, this, I mean, yeah. big – for the Phoenix Suns, I mean, literally big. DeAndre Ayton uh, is out. Uh, he's dealing with a rib contusion. Chris Paul out, still dealing with that groin uh, issue. So uh, now on the other side, Jamal Murray suddenly questionable with a non-COVID illness. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I, when the first injury report came out and it was no Ayton, no Chris Paul, I went, e- this may be the last ride here for the Suns. Yeah. But now if Jamal Murray is out, does that – even things up enough to where Phoenix can still get this done. Like, what are you predicting is going to happen tonight? Yeah, I'm really, you know, obviously we're recording this at about 4.30-ish on um, game day. So we don't know just yet what Jamal Murray's status will ultimately be. If he's out, yeah, it evens things up quite a bit more. I, I, you know, not that Jamal Murray is the equal of Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, but that's also not how these things work. Correct. So I think it is, though, you know, yeah, if you're the Suns, you're you're not going to turn your nose up at it, right? You're going to be like, okay, you know, he's out. That's fine. Like, let's, you know, at least try to even things out a little bit with this. But, yeah, I, 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 I just feel like unless Phoenix gets major bumps from their role players like they did in the previous home games, which maybe they will, role players tend to play better at home, uh, I think this is probably over. I, I think Denver's just proven to be the better team over the last, uh, you know, I don't want to say handful of games because Phoenix did win two of them, but I just think when Denver has played their game, they've just been the better team by a decent margin. Uh, Vegas says Phoenix is the two-point favorite in this one tonight, so maybe that's a sign that they've heard something on Jamal Murray and, and maybe yeah, he isn't a go. We'll see, but um, nonetheless, yeah, if, if Jamal Murray plays, I, I have to think that Denver takes care of business. If he doesn't, Maybe that that provides an opening here for Phoenix to uh, extend this, but we'll see what ultimately happens there. Uh, Keith, I know one of the things we've been keeping a close eye on, it's the All-NBA teams, yeah. and specifically for Jalen Brown reasons. He did make second-team All-NBA, which then makes him Supermax eligible. Now, I saw some people, you, you took it from the perspective of the Supermax essentially means he'll probably stay with the Boston Celtics. 
I saw mm-hmm. some people said going the other way and saying, are the Celtics going to want to pay him that? And if they do, are they going to be happy with him on that contract? Where you're as tuned in with the Celtics as anybody, where do you think they fall on that situation? Yeah, you have to give them the – first, you give them the offer anyway and put it on yep. him. I'm not 100% sold he's going to take it. I th- There's enough stuff that has happened with Jalen Brown over the years where you kind of wonder, is is he fully happy? I, I'm like 90 nine percent sure he'll take it but you know there's that one percent where you always just kind of wonder you know would he rather be somewhere else and you know be in a different city one he's had you know uh, we talked about it on this show uh back in you know i think it was around uh i think the interviews came out in the last couple months but i think they were done in january and he talked about the uh city of boston and you know some Mm -hmm. of the issues that the city has and we don't need to go back over it but it's not great Right. They, they have some issues. But I think the other part of it with um, with Jalen Brown is he's probably going to take it because we all know how this works. Right. You take it. And then if you're not happy, you you're out your team, location later. That's for right. a trade. Right. Because that's just kind of how these things go. So I think they'll offer it. I think he'll sign it. The likelihood that both he and Jason Tatum both stay on the team making 50 plus million dollars probably pretty small unless they start winning titles, then that changes the math as we've seen with the golden state warriors. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, I think there is a chance, you know, he, he takes it. And then, you know, a couple years down the line here, this is, this goes in a different direction just because it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be you know, wildly expensive to, to have them and maintain a good team around them. All right. Just to go through the list here, we've got uh yeah. first team all NBA. It's Giannis, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, SGA, Shea Gildas, Alexander, uh, Luca, and then the second team is Jokic, which is, again, that's kind of the positional thing, right? Yeah. Where Jokic, yeah. I mean, talent-wise, we, and we talked about this before early in the season with uh, All-Star and all that. Uh, anyway, Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Steph Curry, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, and third team, uh, Savonis, De'Aaron Fox. So you got two Sacramento Kings there, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle, and LeBron James. Uh, people always react, overreact, were, were there any egregious snubs or anything here that you thought are worth getting upset about? Yeah, I don't know about get upset about it. It's clear that I, I don't know that I love the whole 65 games played stuff yet either. I want to see how that kind of comes together and works out. But I do, I have hit a point with the um, stuff where it is wildly inconsistent because Kevin Durant was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, both he and Kawhi Leonard, the voters, voters collectively, for the most part, were like, yeah, they didn't play enough. Um, you could even argue the same for Anthony Davis, right? He yep. didn't play enough. But LeBron did, and it's not a criticism of LeBron making it. I just wish there was more consistency, right, within yeah. the way we decide what is enough games played. Um, you know, so that's the, the challenge. I, nobody is on the team, right? I feel like, holy cow, like right. this guy. What is this guy doing here? here? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, that's you know, always a good thing, but these yeah, are all really good players. <laughs> yeah, I would not have been upset if you know KD made it over, uh, but who was the third team? Uh, LeBron and Randall, right? LeBron and Randall so, were the last yeah, two. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, you know, upset if KD had made it over Randall or if AD made it over him, or quite frankly, even if mm-hmm. Kawhi made it over him. Um, I was listening to a show and they're talking about how Julius Randall is now a two time all NBA player. That do you know, Chris Bosch made one all NBA team mm. in his career. Ray Allen made two. Like wow. you, James Worthy to bring a Lakers component in made yeah. two. 
all NBA teams in his entire career. Like timing matters. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. And cracking the forward line in the NBA of the eighties was nearly impossible, right? right. You had you know, so many good players that were basically written in in pen in October and they, they were going to be there the whole time. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, as we get into these things, it's um, the, the, the part that gets me is for the younger players where there is contractual components to this. Yeah. That's where it starts to bother me a little bit, but you know, let's just maybe get a little more consistent. I do want to cover a couple other contract things from yeah. NBA very quickly here. So Jason Tatum, um, another Celtics player benefits from being named all NBA. And it's not because it's immediate, like it is with Jalen Brown, but with Jason Tatum, he is now next summer, the summer of 2024, he'll be able to sign a new five-year Supermax extension because he's made all NBA the last two years. And if you make it two of the previous three years, you're good. So, so he's already completed mm-hmm. them. He could not play a minute next season, and he's eligible to, um, you know, sign for the the supermax uh, next summer and add five years. I explained it all over on Spot Track. People can look at it um, without getting into guys who just they weren't really in the mix to make All NBA teams. A um, couple other guys to to know: John Morant is is um, did not make it, so his contract will stay five years 194 million right. um for him did he could have jumped to that second 30 percent salary tier and jumped up to 233 and then demontis sabonis he got a nice sabonis bonus um in, in there <laughs> um demontis sabonis um because he got 1.3 million for making all nba but a couple people asked um, on Twitter and the like, like, why is he not now eligible for uh, one of these Supermax deals? You can only get the Supermax from the team that drafted you right. or if the team acquired you while you were on your rookie deal. So bonus was already into his second deal uh, when the Kings got him for the Pacers. So he's not eligible. He won't extend because it's just not enough money, even with the new extension rules, um, very likely. So it's more likely he'll play next year um, at about $22 million or so. That'll play out, and then he'll go into restricted free agency the year after, or unrestricted free agency the year after, rather. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some beyond just, hey, this player deserves it over this player or whatever, Mm -hmm. like that kind of debate that you can get into with this kind of stuff. There's some financial incentive here to making these teams and contractual things that could ultimately determine where players land um, in the future, whether or not they stay with the team or not, whether they're traded, all that sort of stuff. Um, So it's... I would kind of, I don't know what the alternative is, but I like from a media perspective, I don't necessarily like being responsible 100%. with my vote for what no going to happen with does. a player's contract. Yeah. yeah, that's, I don't feel comfortable with that. Not that I have a vote, but if I did have a vote, I wouldn't feel super comfortable with that aspect of it. Um, maybe there's a better way to do it, but until then, th- this is, it looks like it's the way it's going to go. Yep, that's exactly. Yeah, there's no, they've not come up with a better option yet. It's, uh, it's like, you know, when, when people. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Scream, Mom. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, well, what's uh, you know this as a former history guy. It's the, the quote of uh, democracy is not the best system, but we haven't found one that works better yet. Right. Yep. Right. Like, like that's, I think that's one of the very famous quotes that's out there. It's All right. Let's see. Let's uh, finish up here with uh, there's a lot of coaching buzz going on right now with a few spots that are available. Um, but JJ Reddick, not yeah. a name I was expecting to hear getting an interview with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Reddick has been doing a, a lot of TV work uh, as well as his podcast. Are you surprised JJ Reddick popped up here with, with the Raptors? Like, is this, this could be kind of the out of the blue. Wait, Steve Nash is the coach type type thing <laughs> yep. here. Um, what do you, what do you make of this? It, it really did surprise me. Not out of any um, thought of JJ Reddick not being a good candidate. Just we've never heard it even mentioned yeah. that he had an interest in coaching, right? Like there was never, like, it seemed like he was pretty happy doing his podcast and uh, doing games on ESPN. So I, 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 that part did shock me. It was like, wait, really? I had to read that tweet from Woj a couple times. Right. Like, and at first it's I was like, real. wait, is he coming like he's like at first I saw Raptors JJ right because you kind of this is awful for me to admit but like even something as short as a tweet I occasionally still like glance through it but without right. reading it fully which is really bad to admit my intention span is that low um but I saw Raptors JJ Redick and I was like wait is JJ Redick gonna play again he's next coming year? out of retirement what's happening and then it was like interviewed for coach so I I'm not against it. I think JJ Redick, right? He's, you know, was always known as a very smart player. Mm-hmm. Um, always, you know, the guy's been around the game his whole life and, you know, uh, a million years. The only time I ever heard anything mentioned for him coaching wise was when there was not a clear successor for Coach K. And it was kind of thrown out of like maybe JJ Redick goes back and sits mm-hmm. on the bench for a year or two and then he could be uh, Coach K's replacement, but never, you know, thought that. But yeah, it, it it's interesting at the least. It doesn't sound sound like he's gonna get it but you know yeah it's kind of kind of came out of left field but here we are yeah i mean this could be the type of thing that pops up now and then a team or two down the road suddenly jj reddick's a coach you know what i mean like that that does happen and we talk about it all the time with i mean like darvin ham how many interviews did he have before finally getting the job maybe that's the kind of thing and this is kind of the introduction to jj reddick being a part of the coaching market i hope if he doesn't go that way we at least get like uh like on his show, like he, an explanation depth, of like, the, like, of the interview. Yeah, like, 
Yeah, just kind of like, what was the process? He doesn't have yep. to like be like, these are the exact questions they have. But just like, what was the process like? Because that's not something we ever really get, right? Mm-hmm. So that'd be, be kind of a cool um, behind the scenes look at things that, that we haven't haven't had. And he does do a lot of that stuff on his show. Um, you kind of have to almost listen to every show because it's sometimes it's when um, his, uh, his uh, co-host Tommy and him will be talking and like it's before they bring on the guest or occasionally after um, with the guests. So you can't just kind of lock into like, oh, this is a guest I really like and expect to always get that. They're always good. I always really mm-hmm. enjoy it. It's, it's on my list of, you know, ones that I listen to very regularly. But, um, you know, after I listen to Front Office Show a few times. That's then, right. Yeah. You know, downloaded on a, several different accounts um but then yeah i but yeah it, it's just fun like it is kind of insight into that and i thought it was he did one with jason tatum where they talked about like things coach k would do and how right they were very far apart in the years they yeah. played it to and he was like did you ever do the thing where he took all your uniforms away and tatum was like yeah and then then he um had these just walmart like jerseys he had like purchased in a walmart bag on the middle of the floor he's like you don't deserve to wear the duke jersey put these on and they were like you know like five dollar pennies you have to earn it yeah you got you all have to earn it like you don't get to wear the duke jersey anymore and, and reddick's like he did the same thing to us so and i i kind of like the idea of seeing coach gay all mad walking into walmart yeah. like, going, like <laughs> give me some jerseys but, yeah off the rack <laughs> like 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 we do before you know our kids practice you know like oh i need some pennies let me go stop by target or walmart and pick them up so i just thought that was funny so that's the kind of things you get on that show Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely good stuff. Um, Keith, you mentioned downloading the, the episode. Please do. Please do yes. everybody out there. Uh, download the NBA front office show over on Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash NBA front office. All right. I think that's going to do it for us today. I will say I asked the other day for our fans to help get us up over, uh, over 200 ratings. Mm-hmm. You guys are getting us really close. We're Ooh. I just looked. We're at 191 oh, on uh, so Apple close. Podcast. So so we're getting super close. And a bunch of people left uh you know re- really nice rate ratings in there, really nice comments. So uh we, we really appreciate you all. So if you guys can you know, keep pushing, man, where we're getting so close, that's uh it would really be helpful for us. So yes, indeed. Yes, so indeed. Much. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Till tomorrow, we'll be live again, one o'clock Eastern time. Come join us for that. Till then, see ya and stay safe. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com